is up, everybody? This is episode 95 of the Beef and Bitcoin podcast with your host, CH. Quick topic today. I wanted to go over the uh, the recent news that PayPal and Venmo look like they're going to start selling uh, Bitcoin to their customers of over 300 million users. Uh, this was this was big news a couple days ago. Um, I wanted to take some time to kind of think about it. Is this a net benefit to Bitcoin and the space overall? Uh, the short answer is yes, I do think it's a net benefit overall, but that doesn't mean that there aren't pros and cons to uh, PayPal and Venmo uh, allowing people to buy and sell Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. So let's uh, let's get right into it. So PayPal and uh, Venmo look like they have figured out that Cash App is selling a shitload of Bitcoin in the last couple of quarters since they've launched. Uh, I believe it was sometime in 2018, probably the end of 2018, when Cash App allowed its uh, users to buy and sell Bitcoin. And that has grown tremendously over the over every quarter over quarter. It's grown. And um, it, they are really drying up a lot of the available for sale supplies it's coming onto the market uh, consistently quarter after quarter i'm not sure if more people are just stacking sats on a daily basis i have no idea if people are trading it uh, i do know that they rolled out their dollar cost averaging so a set it and forget it if you want to buy 25 bucks worth of bitcoin a week you can go ahead and do that and um, maybe maybe there was a lot of demand for that. We know Swan Bitcoin is doing a great job at offering that service um, where you're you're pitching Bitcoin as a savings technology. And I think that's a really good pitch, especially for the U.S. market right now, uh, just because of you know capital gains tax issues and um, not being able to really spend it um, frivolously or or anything like that. If you're really concerned about your um, your capital gains tax and other regulatory issues. So it's really a big impediment to that. But uh, pitching it as that savings technology, as I'm going to make this one-time decision to buy Bitcoin consistently, um, there, there's, a, there's a market for that. And I think PayPal is, is really starting to see that, especially because cash app volumes are really increasing. And all of the uh, GBTC volumes are also increasing from the Grayscale Investment Trust. I mean, that what you're seeing is there's demand for Bitcoin, but they're still not ready to actually get their hands dirty with actual Bitcoin, right? They, they don't want to interact with, uh, with the protocol just yet, but they do want exposure to the upside. So it, there is definitely more demand for exposure to Bitcoin, um, whether it's just for pure speculation to make a couple bucks or uh, because you want to try to use it as this savings technology. So PayPal said, all right, we better start selling this stuff. They already have the infrastructure set up, right? They have your KYC information. They have all of your banking info. They have a half decent understanding of how you interact with, um, with them and with, with your money that they hold in PayPal. So easy enough, you already have all the stuff that you need in order to sell Bitcoin to somebody. You, you might as well just offer it, right? Um, even if you're going to make 1% to 2% of every transaction, you're, um, it, it's worth it, right? It's totally worth uh, the effort setting it up, um, making that an option. Plus, you already have 325 million users. I mean, how many of them realistically are going to buy some even just for fun? Um, 
so I, I think it's a good move, pretty obvious. If you are, uh, you know, I hate the term fintech, but I guess PayPal and Venmo fit into this um, as their own third, fourth, fifth layer solutions on top of fiat, whatever you want to call it. It makes sense that you'd want to explore a new monetary technology and, and, and see how it works. Um, I will say I doubt that they will allow withdrawals at first. Um, I can't imagine that they will. Maybe it's just buying and selling. Uh, I hope that they have some sort of custody figured out where they're not just selling like a like on Robinhood, it's just a representation of Bitcoin, right? It's not like there's actual UTXOs um, sitting in a database that belong to you and you buy them. So I think we're going to have to wait and see if that actually plays out. I'm, I'm hoping that it does because that would um, definitely make me more comfortable with it. But, you know, there's there's pros and cons to this. Absolutely. So talking about some of the cons are the custodial risks, right? This is very true. Uh, this... PayPal has all your information. They have proved why Bitcoin needs to exist, especially because they have censored, kicked people off of PayPal. Um, they have seized funds, right? If if a state has determined you are um, doing something that they don't like, uh, they let PayPal know, hey, if you want to be able to operate in this country or do business here or there, you're going to need to um, seize those funds from that particular individual or business and uh, kick them off of your platform. We want to harm them so that they cannot use the financial rails because it's really difficult to operate if you don't have access to the same financial infrastructure that everybody else has. Uh, and I think that's where Bitcoin comes in, right? Because it is permissionless. You do not need to ask anyone um, for permission in order to interact with the network. Um, so I, I hope that PayPal starts to take that, the banning and deplatforming a little bit more seriously because you're, you're putting Bitcoin front and center if you're going to decide to offer it for sale. And people will learn that um, Bitcoin does have certain advantages that um, or it can offer certain advantages that PayPal just can't offer, right? You don't have to worry about Bitcoin um, kicking you off the network because you uh, made a made a meme that people didn't think were funny or you um, insulted a particular group or you said anything that anybody um, doesn't like, right? So the, you, PayPal needs to be very careful that they um, they don't give too much marketing to the Bitcoin side because... Um, I think it's just going to need to keep them in check. It really will help keep them in check. And I think that's a, that's a good thing. But, you know, aside from the custodial risk, I hope that PayPal takes advantage of figuring out what else the technology can do, uh, meaning Bitcoin. Is it possible for them to um, build their own internal um, value transfer mechanisms, like their own second layer solution? Because I've heard people say, well, you know, Coinbase is just a second layer solution because everything is being done off chain until you actually withdraw it, right? So if they're sending from one wallet to the next, they're just updating their databases in the back end. Um, they're not particularly worried about on-chain fees or anything because the UTXOs aren't actually moving. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what other uh, financial players end up doing regarding um, being able to use Bitcoin, the technology, to um, to transfer value from 
A to B internally, because right now they have their own uh, technology that does that with US dollars, right? But they don't actually have the capability to do that in other ways. And, and Bitcoin kind of allows them to do that. So I think that's very, very interesting. Um, and, you know, outside of the additional custodial risk, um, the creeping KYC is also an issue. But I think if you're using PayPal, you kind of already gave up that KYC information um, and that privacy. So you didn't really care if you're not concerned with losing your data any more than you already were if you're going to decide to buy Bitcoin. Now, there's different trade-offs that, you know, maybe you don't want your uh, Bitcoin to be KYC'd and, and identified to you. That's a totally um, reasonable risk to have. Not a big deal whatsoever. But in this example, uh, I, I'm less concerned with um, PayPal already having your KYC information. Um, it's just, it's just one of those things where if, if you, and I heard Stefan Levera say this the other day, and I think safety had mentioned it. If you had, if every Bitcoin was KYC, would you still buy it and would you still use it or would, would you still hold it to store value? And that was kind of an interesting point because I had never thought about it that way. Yeah. I have, you know, all my coins are KYC. You can use best practices like not using the same, reusing the same addresses, and you can try to play around with CoinJoin and running your own full node and using Tor and running your own block explorer, uh, something like MyNode, which is a really uh, great project that you can, that you can uh, download for free and, and check it out. But I mean, you kind of already gave up that information uh, and it kind of is what it is. And I still think that I would use Bitcoin even if every, uh, even if every UTXO was KYC'd. And the reason I say that is because it's just such a better monetary technology than anything else that even with that drawback of everything being KYC'd, everything's kind of KYC'd now as it is, except for using actual cash. And you can't really buy anything too large with um, with cash nowadays. It's becoming more and more difficult, in, and especially in other countries where you can't make a purchase over, I don't know, a few thousand dollars in cash. It's just you're not allowed to do it. Um, and I think the privacy advancements that you're going to see with Bitcoin in the future and in, in the years to come, um, I, I hope that mechanisms can be um, built where making a private transaction is actually the cheapest way to make a transaction. And what I say that, I mean, today, if you want to um, use a CoinJoin technology or wallet, um, the, the fees that you pay and the transaction fees itself, the size of the transaction is bigger, so it's more expensive, right? It's more costly to be private. And my hope is that that can get flipped. So it's actually the cheapest way to transact with Bitcoin is privately. And I'm, I'm really bullish on that because I, I'm, I'm hoping that um, the technologies that everyone, um, all the developers are working on start to incentivize that and create market functions where it's actually uh, you're incentivized to have a more private transaction, even if you don't really care too much about your privacy. It just needs to be default. That's how everybody transacts and just that just is what it is. And I think after that, I'm really just less concerned with um, with the KYC stuff. I think it will eventually um, go away. And I hope that we head, as much as the, everything seems so Orwellian right now, 
I'm, I'm really hopeful that we can kind of take that the other direction. Uh, and I think that would be, that would be such a, such a great thing. Um, but still an issue, right? KYC is not good for anybody. Um, it takes your privacy away and can get you into some very dangerous circumstances, especially if, um, you have large sums of Bitcoin and, uh, your information is sold on the dark web, people figuring, figuring out you're an OG Bitcoiner and they, they come to your house, right. And they, they take out their wrench and their gun and say, give me those, uh, give me those Bitcoins. So definitely a risk. KYC sucks. Um, I think we're definitely going to have to keep dealing with it in the short term, but in the long term, I'm really hopeful that, uh, it just becomes irrelevant, especially with other, other companies who are getting Bitcoin in the hands of, of everyone, consumer Bitcoin, as Beautyon likes to call it, is his company Azteco, right? Where you can buy Bitcoin uh, with vouchers. No KYC needed. You go to the local store, the bodega, you say, oh, give me 25 bucks worth of Bitcoin. You can pay them in cash if you want. You get a little, um, a little receipt with a QR code. You scan it with your wallet and off you go. You've topped up your, your Bitcoin wallet. No KYC. Um, very normal, very natural such an easy way to interact, no different than buying a gift card at Target or whatever else, you know, you're, it, it's a, a special purpose kind of, uh, kind of gift card. I think that's such a good way to think about it because it really is just a database and software at the end of the day, there's nothing magical behind it, uh, except that absolute scarcity was created and you have this append only ledger really is pretty cool. But, um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm bullish that, the KYC stuff in the years to come starts to starts to go away. Uh, one of some of the, the pros would be that anything that increases the distribution of Bitcoin uh, amongst more users is always going to be a good thing, right? So Bitcoin's unique in that its supply is actually fixed. We know there's 21 million Bitcoins. Uh, there will never be more than that. And as anything or any business that is getting more Bitcoin into the hands of more users should always end up being a good thing. And I haven't thought of any um, any reasons why this wouldn't be the case, right? I can't think of any negatives uh, in which more and more people have Bitcoin. So I think when people get concerned about things like Bitcoin being banned, um, you know, we could really try to negate that by getting more and more Bitcoin into the hands of as many people as possible and build up uh, that intolerant minority, right? That's a Talebian concept where um, if a critical number of users or percentage of the population starts using something or demands uh, something, then if the rest of the population doesn't care, they're more likely to go along with it. And the example that he typically uses is um, like kosher meats, right? So if three, four or 5% of the population um, demands to only eat kosher meats and uh, the 95% of the people don't care if the meat's kosher or not, they'll eat the kosher meat. So everybody pretty much eats uh, kosher meat because of a, a small minority that uh, that really demands it and prefers it. And uh, nobody really cares, so that's a good thing. And I, I think things could be very, very similar with regard to Bitcoin. Uh, that, that critical percentage of, of adoption where it's... Um, 
it's just not worth banning it at that point or there's too much at stake there are too many people who have skin of the game and that point so as um as upsetting as you know the kyc and everything like that that has to do with paypal i still think that um there's 300 million potential customers that could get onboarded onto the network um the only thing that would negate that would be if they cannot withdraw which will probably be the case but i think either way um you have 300 million potential customers that will may or may not learn that lesson and some of them definitely will so that just increases the uh, distribution of bitcoin to more people that increases the likelihood and uh, the size of the bitcoin economy and it increases the likelihood that bitcoin may be used as a medium of, of, of exchange in the future right and all of that can't happen unless uh, number go up right the price of bitcoin needs to continue going up to send that price signal into the market where people are encouraged to go and get some and to speculate and to hold some. And then that will increase the number of people holding Bitcoin that will increase the potential size of uh, the Bitcoin economy. And slowly but surely, more and more people will end up using Bitcoin as a medium of exchange just because it's a better money. And then hopefully in the decades to come, you can start to get to that unit of account status. And I think we're probably closer than it may seem to have more goods priced in Bitcoin. And I think certain things like um, pricing gold in Bitcoin, and I think we've seen that from one exchange who launched uh, Bitcoin pricing gold and, you know, wallet historically, um, uh, you're losing purchasing power if you're holding gold instead of Bitcoin. But, you know, I don't really think that's the point. The point is, certain things are being you are being priced in bitcoin and right now it's pretty much just shit coins um and and gold i guess at this point there's not too much else that's being priced in bitcoin and i don't know maybe something really useful like oil will be priced um in bitcoin on on some small unique exchange and then it will grow from there but i have a feeling that's probably closer than we think just because it might end up being uh, more convenient to uh, hedge the exposure of certain commodities or assets um, by 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 using Bitcoin as just like the underlying uh, medium to facilitate those transactions to offload risk onto other people who want to speculate on the price of Bitcoin. Uh, it's that's just normal financialization of anything. So you're at a unique time when you get to see something actually get. Uh, monetized and I don't know that anybody alive has ever seen that before uh, gold was monetized over a very long period of time and nobody got to witness watching um, the thing being used as money to switch from one thing to the next thing uh, and I have a feeling anybody that's listening to this is gonna get a chance to see that in their lifetime and I think that's what's uh, very magical about Bitcoin and, and um, this period of time it's going to be awesome for human flourishing to be able to do that economic calculation and uh, figure out new business models and ways to earn more Bitcoin, right? Um, so, you know, long story short, PayPal news, definitely cool to see. I think it's a great signal that other companies are looking to monetize their technology just by being able to sell Bitcoin. Um, great thing. The KYC thing definitely sucks. Uh, hopefully they don't lock more accounts, but they're definitely shooting themselves in the foot if they do that because um, 
Bitcoin kind of is the exact opposite of that. So I think that will definitely keep things in check. Uh, this was episode 95 of the Beef and Bitcoin podcast. Make sure to like and subscribe on YouTube. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Spotify. Leave us a comment. Um, send us a DM and let us know what you want us to talk about. And uh, yeah, stack stats out there. Be safe. Peace.